All right. Are we, are, we, are we rolling? We're rolling. What's up, everybody? <laughs> uh, Robbie Goodwin's back. I have Joe Gorman back with me, hey. co uh, uh, returning guest. And today I'm so excited. We have one of my favorite comedians in the city. Zach Amico is here, everybody. Oh, thank you for having me, buddy. You're yeah. the best. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun because. Uh, I, I'm in a mo- I, I, I want to have Zach on because I'm, I'm I'm in a movie talk mood lately. And Zach, I see you've been tweeting a lot about the Fast and the Furious. I can't stop. Yeah, you I can't fucking stop. love it. <laughs> I really went into it ironically, and somewhere around Tokyo Drift, I went. I think I like this, <laughs> and now I'm so in. Yeah, like I'm 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 seven in. That oh. seven's the best. No. Five is my f- no. I think five is good, and seven's amazing. I think it kind of falls off eight and nine, though. But well, I'm gonna find out. But I mean, just everything about it is great. I would say every once the rock comes in to when he leaves yeah. is just is just magic. It's fantastic. Are you, are you also gonna watch Hobbs and Shaw? Yes, like the of spinoff. Course. It's all part yeah. of the Fast and Furious verse. Yeah, yeah. and I I fuck, dude. <laughs> I d- Vin Diesel into the Furious verse. <laughs> yeah. He's like, that's black Vin Diesel. Oh, my God. Uh, it was so funny because my only other experience with The Fast and the Furious is how Dana Gould describes it. What which is So basically, there's certain things that um, some people that interpret film would say are indicative of a penis. One is a big, muscular, bald man. Another is a gun. And another is a car. So technically, the Fast and the Furious movies are penises in penises shooting penises at each other's penises' penises. That's amazing. Hell yeah. Dana Gould is fucking brilliant. But everything about it yeah. is just dicks. <laughs> like If you watch the, the second Fast and Furious, and it's mostly about Tyrese and Paul Walker's friendship, but they can't stay together anymore because they get in too much trouble. If you added one line that was, we used to date. It changes nothing about the movie. <laughs> and it's just about two guys who used to smoke meth and fucking steal cars. Nice. That's amazing. Like, the the, the gay overtone. First of all, Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez have negative sexual tension. Absolutely. <laughs> they could not look like they less want to fuck. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. Because well, she's a lesbian, right? In real life. I, I would imagine so. I think Probably. she's a lesbian. She's, I think she's like a tough bisexual woman. Yeah. But like they could not give less of an appearance. And then the fact that James Gunn watched Vin Diesel in a movie and went, that motherfucker will make a good tree. Is <laughs> such brilliant casting. Is <laughs> this if he was made of wood, this line delivery would be Perfect. It's so true. Yeah, he just needed him to. Do you think Vin Diesel just walk in and said one line in Guardians of the Galaxy? They just needed yeah. him for, for I am Groot. That's right? why he was striking. Well, That's so why he's on the sag. He because, gets yeah. uh, James Gunn does a version of every Guardian script just for Vin Diesel, hmm. where there's an interpretation next to what that I am Groot means. Oh wow, that's brilliant. So he knows, Vin knows what each I am Groot is supposed to be him saying. Oh, amazing. I oh. guess he does say it differently. Only yeah. a true method actor such as Vin Diesel <laughs> yeah. would be aware of that that subtle nuance. He's the Daniel Day-Lewis of yeah. uh, bald retards. <laughs> he would only say I am Groot on film. Yeah, he's like, I need my motivation behind I am Groot. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what, I mean, fast, I mean, it is like, him and Paul Walker do have the arc of, a, of, a, of like the Before Sunset series of just like, a homosexual couple that has gone through a lot together. You know what I mean? It's extremely gay. Yeah. And a phenomenal way. It's lots of sweaty men. Oh yeah. Dude, when <laughs> the rock gets sweaty. out when the rock gets out when you when he first appears and yeah. he's just drenched. He's just he looks like he just gotta have a pool. And he's just like <sighs> I'm just like, dude, and that's he's fucking huge. Absolutely. It's like crazy because it's like beyond comprehension. It's like, how the fuck is this guy also a cop when he's like working out eight hours a day? How can he also get involved in all this espionage? Dude, it's so funny. He's yeah. doing paperwork in the beginning of seven, and it's just this giant hulking man <laughs> yeah, trying to hold a pen. <laughs> and then he's in the hospital, and it's my favorite thing. He's in a hospital bed, and his tray is just red jello and a gun. <laughs> that's also in my rider when i uh, when i do when i do comedy clubs um 
I saw Furious Seven in Rumble seats with because my friend yeah. Sam, online boy, he like demands the every action movie in Rumble seats, 40x. <laughs> so like it's just most of all, it's really cool because like, but there's like a scene where Charlize Theron is like hacking right, and she goes, "I'm in," and presses enter, and the chair moves. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. It was so man. sick, dude. If you if you're gonna see Fast and Furious, that's the one movie that's really improved by Rumble seats. That dude, they should take Rumble seats to movies that don't need like yeah. Brokeback Mountain Rumble seat. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just sitting in the chair. Uh, uh, it only moves uh, during one scene. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he comes, it sprays the water in you. Yeah, the slight mist. <laughs> yeah. I saw Deadpool 2 in those Rumble seats. And it was a truly miserable experience. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you excited about the third one that's on hiatus? For I liked the first one. The second one was just too much. Maybe because I saw it in fucking Rumble seats. And mm. the third one, I'm like, I don't think Disney's going to do a, a good Deadpool. I mean, maybe that's uh, they've been pessimistic. F- I feel like they've been fucking up on almost everything. Like this past two Marvel years. Marvel has been, yeah. Like, uh, Not of- Guardians. Not Guardians is great. That's Guardians ex- was great. But that's just because they're like, all right, James Gunn, we don't know what we're doing. Just do what you want to do. Yeah, at least like James Gunn gets to do whatever he... Like they have enough faith in James Gunn that he can kind of just do whatever. And, and I like think they, they know they'll pull it off. Do you remember that one was... That one he got fired off, right? That's yeah. when he got he fired He got fired off. from directing three due to tweets from when he was a young man. Yeah. Like 2008, like mm-hmm. long time, like yeah. 12 years. Like and, and he was... Uh, in- antagonistic personality mm-hmm. and he liked making fucked up jokes he comes from the world of horror that i do yeah a lot of those tweets were at my boss really because i was sitting there when we got a phone call to start deleting tweets oh my god really i knew about, I, I got tipped off the day before we got a call please delete the following how'd you get tipped off that the, the, they knew that they're going to come out with like, i think an article? i think somebody knew uh, because we were we were on set and rumblings came around that oh, James shit. is about to get me too, me too whatever, for tweets for the most horseshit like yeah. like clearly fucking yeah like see at the Nambla yeah. meeting yeah right like, like silly shit yeah and what I, I remember the argument at the time from like conservatives like well it's Disney so you can't it's like but I'm like Disney owns fucking everything they own like half yeah. of everything so you can't fucking that's not an excuse anymore like yeah, yeah I know it's a family friendly brand but they own Family Guy you yeah. know. It, you know, if, if 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 Disney's gonna own everything, they have to let their creators make shitty jokes twelve years ago. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, a hundred percent. And uh, yeah, but then I guess the cast, especially Batista, mm-hmm. was like, "We will not do the movie with another director. Like this is his voice and his vision." It really is. It's one of the only Marvel things that. Well, it's one of the reasons why it's consistent. Yeah, because it's one guy's story. I actually think the third one might be my favorite one. It was excellent of the of the three. I cried. I thought it was fucking great. Um. Yeah, it was great, and and because what was great about that one is I think Marvel has kind of like a lot of their movies look kind of samey these days, and Guardians Three just had such a unique like color palette yeah. and like um, well, it was just superhero movies in general. Like, how many times do we have to see everything devolves into chaos? The sky swirls, it turns dark. Everything it's apocalyptic. The the bad guys swarm, and then the heroes. Emerge. It's like we've seen the same end scene. Like the save from apocalypse from what from Watchmen till now, mm-hmm. yeah. We've watched right. the end of the same movie in every franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. So many and so many Marvels like get the blue orb or whatever. Which yeah. Transformers did the new one. They're like, we have to find the blue cube. I'm like, I can't believe we're still fucking doing this. You, did you see Faga tagged me in the funniest tweet? Uh, there's been two Nickelodeon uh, Lifetime Achievement Awards given. I saw this. This year, Optimus Prime. <laughs> nice. 2012, Dan Schneider. <laughs> and, it's, and they had a screenshot of, of the wiki. Where those are the only two names listed. Those are the only two. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Which makes me think Dan Schneider is a Transformer. <laughs> and he turns into an ice cream truck. He's transformed nice. a lot of kids' lives. I'll yeah, tell you that yeah, right dude. now. I saw some fucking former Nickelodeon star did a, a Reels where it was like a picture of the cast with Dan Schneider, and they had an artist painting out Dan Schneider from the picture. Oh, shit. So that was a picture of just the kids. Oh, wow. And it was like, you know, abandoning toxic toxic people in 2023 or whatever. Did they ever, Did he ever get, like, popped? Or is nah, it just kind of, it's, it's just like, like... all of that hearsay. Everyone just... Hunt- I think he was removed from his position, but he's still producer on it. Like, right. I don't think he's allowed to hang out. But I think they can't take his money. Right, yeah. And I don't think he's got charges. 
Do you? What do you think? And I, God, I talk about Dan Schneider so much. I love. No, I'm fascinated too. First of all, the foot-shaped pool is wild. Yeah, that the, was the Nickelodeon logo, though. But, but is yeah. that's a chicken and egg thing, right? Yeah. Do you think Dan was maybe in the ear of he was the absolutely CEO, pushing, like, was like hey, what? I got a great idea for a logo. Well, that's what all autistic dudes do. They're like, no, it's really funny feet. I like it's so funny when girls have their feet out because feet are gross, right? Ew, girl feet, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> truly masters of persuasion. And, uh, <laughs> What do you think of the rumor that he is um, Jamie Lynn Spears' baby daddy? I think I've, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think it's cool. actually hot. Uh, no, I think <laughs> I've seen that, but I don't know. I mean, the baby does look a lot like him. Yeah, yeah but he, maybe he just looks like a baby. Yeah, that's true. Can you, go, uh, Frank? Can we Google Dan Schneider next to Jamie Lynn's uh, baby? Uh, because pull, yeah, pull it is up. wild that there is no like even when when Britney would get pregnant by random dudes, yeah. we would find out who the dude was. unless they were protecting the guy's identity because she was underage. Right, that might have been like the only other thing is like they were both teenagers at the time, so maybe maybe like, they weren't like, allowed to say his yeah, name. Yeah, like you know, he, well, if you're old enough to knock somebody up, you're old enough to get famous off of it. I will say Jeanette McCurdy. Oh yeah, Open yeah, that's case. fucking crazy. Hell yeah. That, yeah, that's. <laughs> I love it. Like, look at the lips. Look at the fucking beady the fucking, little eyes. The four chan Columbos. Yeah, look at that. They're like, they like, they like a. Uh, uh, they're in a photo lab. Yeah, they're yeah. drawing it out. Like, look, see, we're like a black lady on Maury. Look, Maury, he got his lips. He got his ears. He got his eye to go funky on the left side. He got from his mother. Dan Schneider. See there. the kick in that baby's head? That ain't my hair, Maury. <laughs> Dan Schneider, they're like, Dan Schneider, you are not the father. And he gets up and just starts beating off. <laughs> <laughs> Licking a foot. Yeah, yeah now, now anyone can send me their feet. <laughs> uh, I think he lost a lot of weight recently. He had like a New York Times profile Ooh, done on him. He's back. It's a weird one, though. It's like, um, it's like an Epstein thing where it's like, Either he's innocent, which I still think Epstein might be innocent. No, uh, but uh, <laughs> but it's like a weird like shadow. Like he must have a lot of blackmail on a lot of people because I feel like a lot of people have like alluded to him and like talked about him, but they're not like they can't like straight. I up. would assume it's all NDAs. Mm -hmm. A lot, yeah, yeah. Because like Janet McCurdy, like in her book, she didn't really even they, talk about it, and like well, he did. They, he she did, but she didn't name him. Mm. She doesn't. She refer to him as the creator, the creator, which is so ominous. Ooh. That's so crazy. Yeah, N D A N N Dan. Um, but yeah, you can't spell N D A without Dan. Dan. All right, it's a D A N. <laughs> yeah, <D> -A -N. <laughs> you had to sign a D A N. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Well, who can blame him, man? Yeah, those... <laughs> yeah he's playing in traffic. Those yeah. are hot kids he's hanging out <laughs> yeah, with all day. Man. Yeah, he's like, why don't we cast like a bunch of hot kids in these sitcoms? <laughs> what if they're all hot, huh? Yeah, like friends, but they're kids. You think he made Amanda Bynes go nutsy? I think so. Yeah. yeah, if she if he didn't molest her, then definitely because I mean, like he is definitely guilty, like straight up of being like an awful boss who like screamed at children and yeah. was like inappropriate, like with how mean he was. Which goes against everything Nickelodeon stood for at the time. Yeah, how I can't believe the 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 studio behind Ren and Stimpy would have someone who's a little off mentally. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, remember the Nickelodeon Super Toy Run? Where you would go to like uh, Toys R Us or something, and you could fill up your cart with as many toys as possible. Oh yeah, yeah. That was like the coolest shit ever, man. That was like the original supermarket sweep. Yeah, for but for kids. Yeah, Nickelodeon was fucking great back that, in that the day. That fucking ruled, man. We got to bring back the great toy run. Hey Frank, if you want to Google Nickelodeon Super Toy Run poster, one of the years it was made. <laughs> really? Yeah. You did that? I wasn't on. I was in the commercial. Oh, that's oh, so fucking yeah. awesome, dude. Yeah, I was in a couple Nickelodeon commercials when I was like. In middle school age, oh, sixth, awesome. seventh, eighth. Grade. How'd that happen? Were you were you a child actor? I had a friend who was an actor, mm -hmm. and then his agent picked me up. So I went. I did a few like print ads and a few little things. That's amazing. That's fucking when awesome. I was a kid. So I, somewhere in my mom's house, there's a VHS of my Nickelodeon commercials, <laughs> and then I had uh, the, I have the Super Toy Run poster at my house. Oh hell yeah! That is. Amazing. I'll take a picture of it one day and I'll upload it. That's. So, I, I don't think I've ever shared it. That's so cool. There's a bunch of results. I don't see any of that. Let's yeah. just look at all really of them. Kid. Yeah. Just like up. Dan Schneider. God damn, remember that? Like Kids would always be like, oh, he got a Nintendo. <laughs> and he got a fucking Transformer. Yeah, I mean, mine was like a beach theme. Oh, nice. Damn, that, was, that always looked like just like a wild amount of fun. Remember when that Nickelodeon takes over your school? 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like, yeah. They, they, we'll, we're gonna go to your school. We're gonna slime your principal. And oh the, man, they would fucking slime the principal, <laughs> and it's like your teacher is Stempy from Ren and Stempy. And wow, shit. you see, that was the dream growing up. Like, damn, my principal could get slimed. <laughs> yeah, the, no my, way. This authority figure. Can I show that, you guys that, my favorite Nickelodeon promotion? Absolutely. Frank, can you YouTube Nick or treat? Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. You know what this is? No, it's This that. was a thing where Nickelodeon would call your house and you had to pick up the phone with the phrase that pays. Uh, Frank, if you just bring it up, the Nick or Treat commercial. Nickelodeon takes over your school and it's just f- Columbine footage. Here we go. Whoa. That sounds like the N-word. Yeah. Nick or Treat. And you'll win a glow-in-the-dark Nick t-shirt, $5 in gift certificates to McDonald's, and a package of amazing fruit gummy bears. <laughs> That's uh, awesome, dude. Sit, what you wear. Who you scare? Just make sure you answer. Damn, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> that's awesome. Nick a tree. There's, another one, that's, yeah. there's, there's the another one that's a little black and picking up the phone. Going, Nick a tree. Nick a tree. <laughs> He's which holding now, the phone like which this. Which we now call Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Nick or please. <laughs> Man, that was awesome, dude. Early Nickelodeon rules. Man. Yeah, I got a nice fuzzy feeling watching that. That was good. That's some good nostalgia right there. Mm-hmm. Were you guys all... Uh, uh, did you guys get the, the face? The screen that was just the face talking? Yeah, face, but that was yeah, Nick face. Jr. That was, oh, was that Nick Jr.? We had... Did you guys have Stick Stickly? Stick yes, Stickly. I love Nick Stick Stickly. I, I, that was my fucking boy. Yeah, he, yeah. He's got the you pick and your favorite Nick Toon. And then yeah. the face was, was Nick Jr. That's that was right. when we were little. That was, yeah. yeah. Face was like, I would always see Face when I was homesick. And I was like, all right, Face, wrap it up. I want to kick it with my man Stick Stigley. Yeah, dude. Because now that I'm home, I can watch like the early fucking shows. Like, yeah, I don't want to watch this Gullah Gullah Island yeah, shit. I don't want to watch fucking, or Eureka's get Castle. Get, get to the good on, shit. Yeah. Yeah. On, I want to see Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> yeah, dude. That show was anxiety. I loved that show so much. I was always scared of the Temple Guards. I like the big yeah. talking thing. Yeah, Ogre with, uh, with, uh, with the eye. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, that was fucking sick. They should bring that back. That was like, still the coolest game show I've ever seen in my entire life. I think games like that, like because I just watched the American Gladiators doc. Oh, yeah. I think they were kind of just throwing bodies at stuff. <laughs> and in this day and age, they just can't. Yeah, they can't. Right. Especially right. children. Like yeah. sometimes, when, even when I watch like Floor is Lava and shit, yeah. I'm like, they must sign so many things not to sue because if you like break your ankle or whatever. Oh, yeah. And I just like American Gladiators, they were just beating the shit out of each other for shit money. And then they were making them do live tours. So they're just on the road fighting. Yeah. I th- Man, the Reagan era was truly the golden age of uh, just. And then they, they warned, they gave them all a month notice that they were going to steroid test. Oh, shit. They're like, <laughs> so they're hey, already like juiced up. And they're, like, huge, and yeah. they're like, hey, we're going to have to start testing in a month. Did everyone hear that? I know you're not on steroids. That's why we'll be testing you all oh, in a month. Oh, oh, yeah. oh so just enough just time enough to get off, get out of the... To not, not piss hot. <laughs> right, yeah. But, but then you're all, like, fucking weak and fucked up from not doing... You can't, like, just do steroids. They were fucking popping steroids like Pez yeah, Candy. What happens if you go off steroids cold turkey? I don't know. Ask Matt Marin Or RFK Jr. <laughs> yeah. RFK doesn't do that's all fucking patriotism right there yeah yeah, that's all no vaccine yeah that's just American meat right there. we'd all look like that if we didn't take the vaccine we'd all be able to bench like RFK Jr. yeah but we'd all sound like that too yeah yeah I can't I can't do it I was I did it last week but yeah he kind of sounds like he's crying and out of breath at all times. Like, I can't believe. Yeah, <laughs> dude, his dad died. Give him a break. Yeah. Of course he's sad, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He got trapped like that when his dad died. <laughs> he's like, mommy, dad's dead. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> the dad, Daddy's taking a nap on the hotel lobby floor. <laughs> Why is it so spicy? I miss my daddy. <laughs> I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna get the nomination, man. No, dude, I, I like him. I like, I like, I, I, he's likable. Uh, the Kennedy name has some fucking clout. I just like that he can bench press like that. I think that's really, that, that's old man. He's got the hottest wife, dude. Cheryl Hines. She's yeah. going to be the hottest first lady. <laughs> I was saying it's so Cheryl for your husband to get you way in over your head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just imagine if they kept her as, la- if they kept it. Yeah. And it's just a, a whole season of Curb. I yeah. said this the other day where Larry has to watch 
Cheryl marry the president. Oh, shit. I thought that they should do a curb season where Larry runs for president. Like, RFK Jr. is like, look, I'm just trying to get some attention. And then people really love him. And he's like, oh, I'll bench press. I don't know. <laughs> I, I would be so watching him have to see Cheryl on TV all the time. Yeah. There's a great picture of hi- of those of them three together. At the wedding. Yeah, yeah. that's the funniest There's another one. Ever. Old Jewish men on Instagram posted it. And it's one of the three of them together where Larry just looks miserable. <laughs> and then it's one of the only smiling pictures I've ever seen of Larry David. The next slide is him just with a lobster by himself at the wedding. Amazing. And he looks so thrilled to be by himself eating. Yeah. This was free. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Kennedys paid for this lobster. Uh, speaking of... They found it at the bottom of the ocean, like Ted's girlfriend. Oh, shit. Fuck. <laughs> this is a Chappaquiddick, 1980. Um, fuck, Zach. That's fucking brilliant. Holy shit. <laughs> Do you think when Ted Kennedy, like, when he got out of the ocean, he was just like, ah, fuck, I'll never be president. <laughs> like, as soon as he got out. I fucked up. <laughs> they all just talk like JFK. God damn it. I was going to be president. And this bitch had to die. <laughs> I thought the bitch could swim. <laughs> I told her, don't wear seatbelts. <laughs> she thought it would save her. Turns out it killed her. And now I'll never be fucking president. <laughs> Chapa quit it, goddamn. Uh, speaking of long dick Jewish guys who who uh, who get into trouble, did you see uh, Bo is Afraid? No, I didn't. I just watched it this week. Nice, fucking great, dude. Oh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix yeah. and Ari Aster, who um, did Hereditary and Midsummer. Oh, so is is there another one that was like intense, fucking? So here's scary. the thing: it's not scary, mm. but it's like deeply unsettling. Mm. In a because Ari Aster, are you a fan? Yes, I am. He is the king of, first of all, depicting nightmares. And yeah. this is like that kind of weird nightmare where you're like kind of doing a bunch of stuff and you don't know like where, where like someone will suddenly appear and you're like, where do you come from? From, my, you know, and oh. and then it's just it's like it's a big surreal like road trip movie, basically. And um, but he's amazing at just like depicting like familial trauma and like your worst fears coming true. And he does that in this movie, but it's like funny. But then becomes terrifying at the very end. I would like, like, in, in, not, in a, not in a like jump scare way, but in a like, oh man, I feel like I'm. This is. It makes you think about your life, kind of, and uh, how and like your your greatest fears about yourself in a lot of ways in your family and stuff yeah. like that. I, it's. But here's the thing: it's really weird, and it's clearly them just giving him a ton of money to do whatever he wants. And I'm like, Frank, we can hear you, buddy. <laughs> Sorry. Nope, you're probably you're I good. thought that was... A, oh, <laughs> oh, I thought that was just the voices of mice. <laughs> I thought I was like, oh, I didn't take my Seroquel today. Uh, no, but... Um, no, I want to see it. He's so good at the family trauma thing, though, that uh, Midsommar fucked my chick up. Yeah. Like, she was like, boom. The beginning of that movie... Yeah, the first scene is just him. It's so tough mm. that she was, like, really apprehensive, so I have to watch it by myself. Mm-hmm. And being in a marriage and having finding time to watch a three hour three film. hours it's yeah. like three and by yourself hours. yeah on the TV in the living room it's a, and it's a lot I will say it does feel very long but here's the thing I also love his visual style like there's kind of like something weirdly he's like uh, David Lynch but like a little cartoony mm, you know yeah. and uh, and it's just all, it's just it's just like a lot of that on the screen for three hours which could get a little exhausting but I I loved it it's just like if you like him it's just him for three hours but. Not everyone I talk to. In fact, I, I I'm actually I'm I'm telling I'm recommending Zach because I think he would dig it. But I'm like this is a this is one of those movies I just cannot recommend to people, even Damn. though I really liked it. You know, it's because it's so it's really weird and it's and it's also like it doesn't abide by normal logic. It abides by dream logic. Oh you know? dang! So. Yeah, it's like one of those things. Like I feel the same way about Mandy, where I'm like yeah. I thought it was the coolest movie, but I know most people. I can't be like, do you guys see this movie? What is it? Nicolas Cage uh, does cocaine and fights uh, bikers from hell on acid. <laughs> and then there's a big showdown with it where Nicolas Cage has a chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> Can you pull up the Mandy trailer, Frank? I want to watch that. <laughs> that trailer is fucking based. Yeah, dude, man, uh, and it ruled, but I can't like tell people like, oh, this is a great narrative film. I can never tell my sister, hey, watch Mandy. <laughs> She'd be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> uh I don't know if you saw The Flash, but uh, spoiler alert, they incorporate Cage as Superman in it. Yeah, first yeah. And it's him fighting the spider. Yeah, which is funny. It made uh, Kevin Smith cry. It, he Did was The so Flash moved. make Kevin Smith cry? He cries during every... He cries yeah, it's a superhero every, movie. Yeah. It's, it's a movie he saw at this point. Uh, yeah. A flick. He saw a flick. Oh, a, oh a superhero movie that reminded him of himself yeah. and something he said? He definitely cried. <laughs> hey, cats, I just caught this flick. <laughs> I just... 
why do him and Tarantino talk like old jazz guys? <laughs> Tarantino's like, what's up, daddy-o? And he's like, look, cats, I just caught a flick, you know? <laughs> Hell, you cool hepcats. <laughs> yeah, they all, they all watch Swingers and talk like that yeah. and never stopped. <laughs> All right, here's Here Mandy, everybody. Ooh, now this is a, now old, this is gonna make my me old cry. employer, Sundance. RLJ, yeah, Sundance. Actually, yeah, there it is. So it's Nick Cage looking at some girl that looks like the kind of girl I would hook up with. Nice, beautiful lady. And wonderful. Oh, little kisses. Nice. Under the crimson, he loves primordial it. sky, the wretched warlock reached into the dark embrace. Around the serpent's eye. Terrified. This is scary. It is scary. I need you to get me that girl I saw. Do you know what to do? Whoa, yeah. special one, Mandy. I, too, am a special one. This is just like 2 a.m. at every Bushwick bar. So very special together. Three women under a red light. Ah! Nicholas Cage, almost out of debt. Is he? No. So what's he Nowhere near. <laughs> He was buying like T-Rex skulls and shit, dude. You don't come back from that. <laughs> I'm still paying off my island. <laughs> you think you're so in love? I'll show you love. This looks pretty surreal. Dude, it's awesome. I might have to check this one out. Yeah, smoke some weed and watch it. Yeah, damn. Tell Kelly, sorry, babe. <laughs> it's boys' night. Yes. Yeah, Turn off couples therapy. We're watching this. Kelly's like, who's this bitch Mandy you keep talking about? Strange and eternal. Oh, she would hate this. <laughs> she gets so pissed, especially because like this is the type of movie I fall asleep like five minutes into, you know? And she watches the whole thing. Yeah, she has to watch the whole thing. So you unintentionally so force a woman to watch like yeah. a traumatic experience. <laughs> That's Amazing. Every horror movie is like, no, it's, it'll be fun. We'll like this one. And like before they even move into the haunted house, I'm like asleep. I'm like knocked out. And then she's like, I couldn't turn it off. You wake up yeah. and you're like, how is the movie, babe? And yeah. she's like wide awake, yeah. staring at the ceiling. Well, she's she on the ceiling. They won't turn it off. They, she wouldn't turn on her own. Like they, it's like one of those things. Like I have to watch the whole thing once it starts. Yeah, right. That's like it's she's like one a, of those. Yeah, it's like a weird like compulsive thing. So it's yeah. like oh, that, those limit the scary movies. Well, yeah. you gotta fuck with her and put on like one of those Andy Warhol like nine hours, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nine hours of yeah. a guy sleeping with a boner or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like a small black and white like yeah. fucking four by three movie of just like a guy like <laughs> sitting in a Bushwick bar or whatever the fuck Andy Warhol did. Um. Yeah, that's funny. I mean, yeah, Mandy's cool. Check that out. Uh, yeah. Uh, what What do you What do you guys watch with your significant others usually? What do they like? Oh, we like horse shit. Yeah. Uh, big on. Um, right now our shows are Only Murders in the Building. Oh, nice. That was a good one. And Yellow Jackets. Oh, okay. Nice. Is Yellow Jackets good? My sister. I really it. like it. The second season was as good as the first, but I enjoy it very much. And um, Righteous Gemstones. Oh, Gemstones nice. is so fucking good. Baby Billy's got to get back on the TV. Yeah, no, I love... Yeah, it's so fucking funny. Long Goggins is one of the like greatest like yeah. actors of all time. Dude, so when, he, when he dropped the Now Who Wants to Suck an Old Man's Cock. <laughs> now Who Wants to Suck an Old Man's Cock? <laughs> uh, and then other than that, we watch like fluff. Like we like... Uh, she loves 90 Day Fiance. Mm. And I'll put up with that a lot. Yeah. Because I can make fun of the people on right. it. Uh, she watches some of the Housewives, and yeah. then, um, dude, I love like, dude, fucking like, is it cake on Netflix? Is like, it cake? That's such a fun. She like that. It's just easy. It's like yeah. you can turn your mind off. Yeah, and it's like everybody's happy. We yeah. love the uh, next level chef. Like I love chopped shit like that, mm, like cooking shit, stuff that we can engage and discuss, but it's only got a twenty five minute runtime. Yeah, 
Because I don't like, then we can kind of pick a thing mm-hmm. and be like, all right, I don't know if we can commit to a fucking film, right? Yeah, but I can watch twenty five minutes of this and we can talk about what we think is cake. And it's totally light, and it's like, yeah, it's fun. Like uh, when my ex put on Vanderbilt Rules, like I'm, you know, it's not something I would ever uh, fucking Vanderpump watch. Rules. Sorry, Vanderpump no, Rules. I, I'm way too invested in that show now. Too. Oh yeah, the the Scandival, dude. I'm all poor Tom Sca- Sandoval, dude. You're on his side, absolutely. Just because he kind of look like him. Yeah, <laughs> he grew a mustache, dude. No fucking. Guilty man has a mustache. I love that he he, he chose to dress extra dastardly <laughs> when so he committed funny. when he committed a crime. But yeah, that's something I would never fucking watch. But she put it on. I was like, this is actually very watchable. It's well, it's meant to be that. And like, um, even like uh, Don Draper likes that the Real Housewives and oh uh, John Hamm. Yeah, he loves. He talk. He always weighs in on Imagine that. Imagine a world where everyone's forty one, but they act twenty five. <laughs> They're all drinking the whole time and fucking each other. We call it Vanderpump Rules. And you'll love it. That's yeah. why I can't get rid of Peacock now, because like Kelly's all about that show. Peacock is yeah. what is their business model? Because they just like NBC. It's NBC, but they pay for like the Mario Brothers. Like they must be it's, just hemorrhaging they paid crazy money for WWE. They gave WWE so much fucking money that WWE got rid of one of the best streaming apps ever. Which one? The, the WWE, WWE oh, network oh, yeah, okay. was so good. You used to be able to search per match. Wow. And then it would bring you to that match on that pay-per-view. Or you could open the pay-per-view and it would have chapters, like a fucking DVD. And wow. You could pick it. Now, you fucking just it scrolling just through Peacock like an ass. Because they don't care. They're just like, oh, we'll just get Yeah, they just done it. And they lot- edit the shit to hell. Yeah. Like, they really edit it a lot. Yeah, now anything bloody's in black and white. Yeah. Oh. And like the uh, Eddie Guerrero JBL, like mm-hmm. they fucking cut all the fun shit where JBL was like throwing the immigrants off out yeah. of America, where he's like, I'm, I'm making sure no more Eddie Guerrero's get in here. And yeah. Just like, stopping I, at the border. I just forcing, watched a Macho yeah. Man clip, and I was like, dude, I'm just, he just like me for real, because like, I'm always anxious, I'm always jittery, it's just my personality. <laughs> and I'm like, hell yeah, Macho Man, just like me. Uh, yeah, they like, they really fucking... One billion. billion dollars. <laughs> Dr. Evil did the deal. But I know people, because there's wow. still WWE Network in like Europe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and I, I know people that use a VPN to sign in from a European country mm-hmm. so that they can still use the network. Oh, shit. Do you think black people use a UPN? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, anyway. It's so. an us personal network. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that, yeah. So I'm like, this actually kind of, I want to talk about this with you, Zach, actually, too. This brings me around to like the strike, like the writers and the, uh, are you in it, either of the unions? I am not. Okay. Um, well, I'm just like, what do you think about what do you think about the writers and uh, like the strikes and stuff like um, that? I totally get it. I, I, I uh, people say like that people are being greedy, mm-hmm. but like I just watched this one thing with a guy who's like he's been a writer on so many hit shows and like stuff that's you know circular. It's been syndication for years, and he's basically explained that you know with the way TV shows are made now, he used to write all year. Now he writes for three months. And then they call him back in when there's the new season. So they've changed yeah. the scheduling of shit. This guy's like, I mean, he's been a producer and a writer on multiple shows on multiple networks. This year he couldn't get he didn't qualify for healthcare. Shit. Because they're drastically cutting back the hours you work. Yeah. And now they're doing a thing where instead of getting a whole writer's room, they'll do shit like they'll have one person write it, then they'll hire another writer to punch it up. And then another writer to fix it. So technically, there was never a writer's room. Fuck. They just paid three people on passes. That's such a bad. That's how movies do it a lot of the time, and it's like a weirdly bad way to write TV. I feel like. Um. Not only that, but especially like, comedy. And I, I, I've heard certain program, certain central channels, channels that are like I don't know. Let's call it laugh cent- laughter central. when they produce things they actually give a writer's budget but then they give the writers money to split Mm. so they give a writer's what would technically be what a writer should make they give to like three people jeez i'm not surprised they've 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 always cut corners uh laughter city yeah um (laughs) and uh not only that like there's so they say there's no way to know who's watching what to give people residuals. That's completely false. But like, so like the guy that was the, the I don't know if you guys watched, it was the guy that was the dad on um, Hannah Montana. Mm-hmm. Nice. Now that show probably is streamed a few million times a day. If it was in syndication on TV, 
that guy would be getting money. Mm-hmm. But because the new syndication is this streaming thing, he's getting residual checks for like a cent mm-hmm. because they have to pay you. But it's like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a dollar. So they send you a cent. There's actually a bar that used to be in LA called Residuals, and they you could trade in one cent residual checks for a drink. Oh, that's amazing! And the whole bar is filled with all these famous writers' residuals. Oh, hilarious! Wow. Who got like these shit checks? Yeah, you can't even like. What do you do with a cent check? Yeah, like, you can't even cash. It's it. almost yeah. It almost like it's it's worthless. It's, it, it's a how much was the stamp to send that? Right. The, the check and print printing out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think I, if I print something out of Kinkos, it's like ten cents. Right. Yeah. Um. So I totally get it. It's just, it's we're in an ever-changing industry, and we need to protect people as it changes, much like they had to make new laws when we got fucking airplanes, right? when we got the internet. This is also changing our industry, and we the whole point of having a union is to make sure people can, people are calling it greedy, but that's, no. they're looking at like Tom Cruise's and like, these upper echelon people, yeah. that's not who the strike's for. Mm-hmm. The strike is for your everyday work in Joe, I work in TV, and just like any other art form, you work your whole life for fucking peanuts in the hope that you get the thing you can live off of, and now if they take that away, it's not a viable living anymore. Like People got to live, people got families, and like these places are, they're not losing money. The executives are not the ones suffering. Nobody's like dying. They're making more money. So that's because they're not distributing it in a way that's fair to people. I think. I think it's also just like protecting its AI, which I think is like important. Like yeah. that's, a, that's an airplane thing he said. Because I remember I saw the studios of the producers. They had like a contract they were, that they were like devising for extras, or it's like they were going to pay extras for one day. And then they could do an AI of your yeah. model and use you forever. Yeah. So you got a hundred dollars to just be in a, so, something forever. So I just wipe out the whole extras industry, which is what a lot of people do when they move to LA. I did it for a little bit, and they just want to. They need to make some money, and they're like, you know, actors. You know, I did that. I was always like the guy that would walk in on the people having sex. <laughs> I was like, honey, what's going on? <laughs> your, your hat comes off yeah. your head. Whoa! <laughs> I'm, I'll, I'll, get my, I'll get my coat. <laughs> yeah. Just reaction shots of me being shocked. Oh. <laughs> I was I will, I will say I was on a small non-union set recently, and there were extras. And I was like, "Who who is doing? <laughs> I'm not getting paid to be a principal." These, who is doing? I've had 500 unpaid extras on a set before. Like, who are these? Who are these people? You like, put up flyers, and you get crazy. It's crazy people. Gotcha. It's either fans of the thing you're doing, mm-hmm. or it's absolute lunatics show up and have no concept of reality. That's so goddamn the craziest funny. people in the world show up to do things like that for free. And it's funny because... It's like an open mic, basically. And they're like, oh, I'm going to be in a movie. And then they show up and they're absolutely out of their mind and you try to hide them in the shot so that like they're not like fucking hitting themselves in the head with a mallet (laughs) yelling cuckoo, (laughs) bouncing on their ass across the shot. Someone's just drooling in the background. (laughs) Hey, it's a... a... And then they always move themselves towards the camera and you're sitting at the monitor going... Just fire him, please. Yeah. Nope. Gone. Done. Nope. Done. Yeah. And then they flip out and they say you ruined their dream. Nice. And then they write you very nasty messages on Facebook for ten to fifteen years. That's probably <laughs> what they do it for. Like I want an excuse to be mad at so at a stranger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I I got I I got when I arrived on the set I accidentally got like shuffled in with the extras and he and the guy treated him like like cattle. <laughs> Like it was like, oh no, I'm friends. Was like, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know. <laughs> oh, right this way, sir. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've been asked the dumbest questions. Like, you know, I remember PA came up to I was AD in a movie, and they went, the extras are complaining they're thirsty. What do we do? I went, give them fucking water. <laughs> <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> right. Holy shit, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, basically, when you're a second AD on, on something, you just get a hundred texts a day. That is a grown adult telling you they have to pee, and you um, go and you go okay, and they're like, "Can I go pee?" And you're and you're like, "The camera's on." No, like, <laughs> no, we're filming a take. Oh my god! Yeah, so you're just you're basically just babysitting crazy adults. Uh. Oh yeah, it's non-stop crazy adults. Amazing. Uh, yes, you. So was it was these on like trauma stuff? A lot of it was trauma stuff, and I've aided a few other things with a lot of extras. With trauma, we have fans, so a lot of our extras are people that are like in, and they know it's gonna suck. Right. 
Some people are just ya- fucking wackos off the street, All right? Who <laughs> my big break? Yeah, <laughs> who are because if you when you do like the cattle call open casting, you are just gonna meet crazy people. All day, like break the kind of people that I'm the kind of crazy where they will show up and be illiterate, and you will give them a script, and at no point will they say, Hey, you know, I, I actually I have some re- reading issues. They will do it and start making up words, nice. amazing, and see if you notice. Wow, when you are also holding the script. And know what they're supposed to say. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> I told this on a show the other day, and I apologize that I repeat myself. No, please. Uh, we had a kid audition. So on Trail Movies, we tell people for the first audition, you have three minutes to do whatever you want. You tell a story. You can do a monologue. You know, something prepared. Do a fucking dance. I don't give a fuck, right? But a lot of them just show up, and they freeze because it's their first audition. Yeah. So we will have monologues from other movies available. And all these fucking autistic fucking nerds saw the monologue was Gomez Adams and Adams Family Values. Louis J. Gomez Adams. When he talks to the police about getting Christopher Lloyd back, right? And first of all, a bunch of them go, there's a trauma movie. Why Gomez Adams in it? (laughs) Like they're just, they don't process that they're not reading the script of the movie. Oh my God. (laughs) One kid read the uh, monologue <laughs> and then posted online about how he was cast as Gomez Adams. Oh my God. And grew a mustache and showed up at our office a month later saying he was ready to film his scene. <laughs> I'm ready for my close up, Mr. Amico. When none of us were there, he just showed up to the office the auditions had been in. Nice. And showed back up like we live there. And then another kid, uh, and he's such a sweetheart. He showed up. That's that's, that's such awesome. a commitment to oh, delusional got, thought, dude. We got pictures from the ring camera on the front door of the office because he stood there yelling, "I'm here to be Gomez Adams in the movie." <laughs> it's like if the king of comedy, like like Rupert Pupkin, showed yeah. up to like oh, like a that, Dairy Queen. <laughs> it's that level of delusion. Yeah. And it was another kid. God bless him. Frank knows who I'm talking about, and he shows he doesn't have the best verbal skills. Mm-hmm. He's a sweet. He's a fan. Matt Marin. <laughs> and uh, he he's doing the audition and he doesn't tell us that he can't he has reading comprehension mm-hmm. issues and the, one of the lines is and I wa- I watch there's a moment it's like when they watch uh, Ralph's heartbreak on the Simpsons right oh. when he tells when he <laughs> on the Krusty show yeah the line in the script is my name is Gomez Adams and I watch this kid know that we know that he can't read. Because he goes, my name is Gazer Aya. Oh, no. <laughs> and I watch him go, fuck. When he goes, they know I can't read now. Now, I had known because he pronounced oh. subpoena Shafaja. <laughs> Shafaja and the Maja. He goes, we must, we must issue a Shafaja. <laughs> I do this bit. Frank has seen this tape. Right. And I could do I could do the whole thing. Oh my god, this poor bastard! Awesome. Yeah. He goes. I believe the line is. I believe they drive. A, I believe they own a Buick. Yeah. He goes. I believe they own a bush. Why are you acting? This is my question. <laughs> Why are these people going to acting? Because a higher calling. They're in right. their forties. Oh no. And their mother gives. Dude, like we've had people show up with like. I'm trying to say a nice way to like a, a handler, mm-hmm. like a, a caseworker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, but you know, hey, and some of them are great. Some of them, you tell them what to do, and they're fucking awesome, right? And then some of them are just woo. Oh <laughs> boy, Jesus, that's such a bummer. <laughs> like that is or like the one. There'll be ones. There's one kid that every take, you and he's a background guy, right? And I think we were being nice letting him be a background guy. At every uh, take, he would lock, go, dude. he would go, excuse me, what's my line? And we would go. It was Matt Marin. <laughs> oh, no. It's the same impression for this kid. <laughs> what's my line? And we would go, you don't have a line. Okay. Do I have a line in the next scene? No. You don't have a fucking character name. Oh, my God, <laughs> dude. Holy shit. Blowing being an extra might be the lowest Oh, I've seen it. That makes me feel God so better damn. at bombing and open mics. <laughs> dude, I iced out a dude who pissed me off, and I wouldn't put him in any more shots. And I told him, go home. I'm not using you anymore. Holy and shit. And he goes, well, what if I go home and get a different outfit? I went, no. 
I'm done. Because he kept trying to sneak into my shots. Nice. And, little mustache. And, uh, and the director told me to fire him. And he refused. He's like, no, I'm going to come back on Monday. And I'm like, he goes, I'm going to come back and I'm going to look different and you're going to use me. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And I made him sit in holding for 14 hours. Wow. And he goes, you didn't use me. I went, I told you I wasn't going to use you. That guy hates me. Yeah, <laughs> but that but, guy writes nasty but, shit about me. But online. you can't be like that and and then be surprised when someone's a dick to you. Yeah, like okay, I get like being assertive, but you got to recognize that you're an extra. Well, he he literally said at one point he goes, "You keep putting me in 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 shots where I'm I, they can't see my face," and I'm like, "Yeah, you're an extra. You're a fucking piece of furniture." Yeah, but in his mind he was like, "But once they see me." On camera, I think it's a lot of extras click. think that. Yeah, it's oh yeah. Well, so one of the things this is really one of the things we say when we put out the the cattle call auditions is, hey, if you have an exotic pet, a classic car, anything you think is really exceptional that you think could be featured in the movie, tell us about it. Mm. This guy showed up with a stuffed fish, not like taxidermy, just like a toy fish, like for a dog. And starts telling me his backstory about how his character was uh, washed up on a pirate ship. And this was the fish he found. And oh it's his God. friend now. And I'm like, I could not give a fuck. <laughs> there's another, there's another, there's another, so these are people who just want to talk to somebody. There's an, another oh guy shows God. up. And it's a party scene at a strip club. And this kid shows up. And a lot of trauma fans are, are much like myself, big hulking monsters. Mm-hmm. But have little boy voices, which is really funny. It is so funny. And just this giant dude with a mo- he's, he's huge. Just like he literally like when Bugs Bunny drinks the fucking serum that makes him a monster. Oh yeah, he's got that gait. <laughs> <laughs> right, like he's his, his knuckles are like behind him, <laughs> but he's got this <laughs> tiny little boy voice. And he and he walks up to me and he's got a little party city bag, and he goes, "Ah, oh, Zach, I am." Um, I, I brought a prop for the scene. I was wondering if I, uh, you could approve it. And I'm like, yeah, go ahead, dude. I almost said his name. Uh, I go, yeah. And he opens it, and it's the shittiest, cheapest Trump mask you could buy. <laughs> I mean, it's like got to be a $12 like dollar store Trump mask, right? And he goes, I was thinking in this scene I could wear this mask. And then I'll walk around groping all the women. No. And it's like a political statement against Trump. (laughs) And I went, get the fuck away from me, you crazy person. What a bad excuse to want to touch tits. I'm going to be Trump. He saw it at first. He was like, I thought of the perfect loophole. (laughs) Uh, no, oh. ma'am, I believe the president groped. Yeah, oh, this was satire when I... <laughs> <laughs> this is satire, honey. Oh, dude, it's always... Have I told, have I told you the fucking... Uh, this is a little bit of a way back. The, the peacock? Uh, the peacock? No, what's that? Do you remember a number of years ago, a girl went viral for trying to take her emotional support peacock yeah. on a plane? Yeah, it rings a bell. I, she I was like, uh, it was like for a photo. She said it was like a, a, a an emotional support peacock, but really it was like for some photo shoot. She was trying to get it to. Okay. Like yeah. Well, so we had a production house in Queens for one of the movies we made, and she shows up, and she says, "I've got you know Dexter, my peacock. And he's this beautiful bird." And our director immediately is like. We need this peacock in this fucking movie. Now, there is no yeah. part for a peacock in a movie. Right, yeah. But he is now obsessed that when we go to the party, there needs to be a peacock at it. Amazing. Right? Because he's just a sucker. And it's free. Right. And it's production value. Yeah. Peacock's like fucking cool. And animals are expensive. We got a duck once and it was three grand. <laughs> Jesus what? Christ. A $3,000 duck? They have trained animals are really expensive. Damn. Even non-union. Because uh, duck needs friends. <laughs> non-union duck. Ducks so can join the union. <laughs> non-union duck. Very expensive. Uh, so these extras are a bunch of quacks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, could you not quack bad jokes while I'm telling a story? <laughs> <laughs> I should bill you for that. Hey. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so so now he's obsessed with getting the duck, and he's a fucking pain in the ass when he wants something. So for days we're just getting these texts. When's the peacock gonna be there? We gotta shoot with the the peacock's the biggest thing in the movie, you know. Mm-hmm. And now 
of course, that she has hooked him, the list of demands arrives. Oh, Which no. is, uh, you know, we need to shoot between these days at this time of day. We need to turn the production schedule around because uh, Dexter molts at a certain time and he won't have all his feathers. So we have to now switch the day we're shooting oh my god for the peacock for the p and i mean every peacock needs this the peacock well the peacock has a habitat and toys that need to be taken in a u-haul so now we need a u-haul but the peacock can't ride in the u-haul the peacock needs to ride in her lap in a car so now we need a car and a u-haul right and i'm just getting texts about this fucking cocksucking peacock every fucking day and it's the bane of because I'm trying. We're trying to make a movie. Yeah, that's not about a peacock. No, and just everywhere's the peacock. I mean, the peacock needs this and this, and and at four o'clock in the morning, like a few days before we're gonna shoot. This girl sends me the director and like two other people were on a chain with her. Uh, I regret to inform you that Dexter fell ill last night. Uh- and uh, we did everything we could. I was driving him to the vet this morning. Oh, no. And uh, Dexter died in my arms. No! And, you know, this is, he was my best friend. He was my roommate. He was everything to me. Uh, I'm absolutely emotionally devastated. I'm going to be going off grid to mourn. Uh, so, you know, please don't respond to this chain as I will be. Right. Not respond. I'll be in mourning. And, you know, I regret. I'm so sorry. I know all the work you guys did, and uh, but you know I lost my best friend today, and mm-hmm. it's truly the saddest day in my life. And I just had a, I had the whole crew on a fucking text chain, and at four in the morning I just text Peacock's dead, <laughs> and went back to sleep for hours of the most peaceful, true, uh, amazing. I literally wrote Peacock's dead. When NBC's streaming service goes down, I'm going to text the same thing. Yeah, to you guys. Guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, it amazing. was so fun. I'll never, it was so fucking. This funny. poor woman. I mean, <laughs> she lost her friend. Do you think she was lying? Maybe. No, I think it died <laughs> of a broken heart. Terrible timing. <laughs> yeah, maybe he got performance anxiety. Yeah, he was just too it, it, was, it was fear of success. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to do. He didn't want to become like the do- yeah. Eddie dog from Frasier. Yeah, like a beloved. Yeah. He didn't want to like eclipse the production. He's yeah, like his I, fucking crazy Brooklyn bitch stage mom killed him. Yeah, fucking anxiety. <laughs> it's like this is your big moment. You're gonna shine. He's like, Rah. you're gonna be a star, Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the peacocks on like Heath Ledger pills yeah. and like and like staying yeah. up all night. Like I don't know, this could be it, but I don't want to leave my comfy life. Yeah, Dexter's been dating one of the Olsen twins. Oh yeah, yeah. The peacock died <laughs> at Jack Nicholson's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, peacock. Uh, people don't know that Roman Polanski uh, raped that girl at Jack Nicholson's apartment. Yikes! Classic. Fun fact: He wasn't there though. Didn't, Jack Nicholson. Um, me next. Yeah. Hey, save some for Jack. <laughs> hey there, Roman, I got an idea. Just don't she's 13 going on 30, but leave her there. <laughs> Never rub a teenager's rhubarb. <laughs> uh, That's what the 18-year-olds don't understand. Yeah. Wasn't Chris walking on the boat Natalie Wood died on? He was, and Uh-oh. there's a conspiracy theory that he killed her. You know, I think, what if you died? <laughs> I think he saw her get killed. Right. And in every movie he's in, he forgets where he is. And in his mind, he's going, I saw that girl die. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just loses his train of thought yeah. and thinks about her shrieking and like. <laughs> Do you think he was like, uh, it was like Carlito's way? And he's like, you fucked us. You yeah. fucked us. We're both dead. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite walk in is, uh, have you seen Geely? I haven't. I've only seen. Um, no, no. I'm sorry. I was thinking of Gia. I have not seen Geely now. You okay? You're you would get material out of Geely. Yeah, Pacino's in it, right? Pacino's in it. Chris Penn is in it. Ooh, unadvertised. They all took their names off of it. I think. Oh, yeah. And what? My in... name off this piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm and keeping it on Jack and Jill. That's a good one. Though. That's how bad it is. Pacino <laughs> distanced himself from it. <laughs> and. Walkins in it for one scene, and he walks in, and in his eyes, you see him go, oh, this movie sucks. <laughs> he literally walks around. He might as well walk in and go, wow, this is a bad movie, <laughs> and leave, because he walks in and walks out and is not in the rest of the film. Oh, my 
but he has this great line that's my my go to walking line. He goes, "We have to remain out due diligence." <laughs> I love that he comes in and it's just like a bad party. Like, I've actually got to go. <laughs> yeah, it's like Tim Dillon showing up to Ari's barbecue. Yeah, he's like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't nothing. I'm Have you heard this. about that? I did, yeah. I heard he showed up, didn't say hi to anyone. Just Tim left. Dillon walked into the party, saw that it was super crowded and there was nowhere to sit. And he goes, hold on, I left I left my sunglasses in the car. Yeah. And then he just drove away. Yeah. Said hi and bye to no one. That's so nice. funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> That's the level we got to get to, man. One time I accidentally sat next to Tim Dillon on a plane, and we started talking the whole time. And he's like, just so you know, usually I'm not in comfort plus. Usually I'm in first class. Yeah. And, and he was like, and then he just started roasting the plane. He's like, look at this dumb bitch in front of me. She thinks she has money because she's in comfort plus, but she doesn't. Look at her bag. She's awful. She's awful. And then she's like, hey, can, uh, can you reach my bag? He's like, yeah, of course. Let me get it for you. Yeah. <laughs> great lady great lady anyway you have to come to my barbecue at the Hamptons <laughs> then he didn't invite me that contact oh, fell shit. out hold on one sec uh, talk amongst yourselves hell yeah man I'll tell you what I'm excited about that new Ninja Turtles movie that one looks like fun man Dude, did you see did you see the, the, the pizza controller yeah and it's supposed to smell like, like a hot pizza, pizza too yeah. yeah I'm gonna get it man <laughs> I, I, I'm a sucker for this I love Ninja Turtles shit. I love Ninja They're great. Turtles it looks really fun it looks like so mute. much fun this is the year of like child things but that are actually like Barbie Mario Ninja Turtles yeah and Oppenheimer my favorite childhood toy <laughs> childhood toy war <laughs> yeah fun war we love Oppenheimer dude I remember when I was a kid getting the Oppenheimer McDonald's meal uh, <laughs> but yeah, it look, I heard it's good. It has like really good reviews. Yeah, right? it looks real. It's like the highest rated Ninja Turtles movie ever. <laughs> well, that's not a high bar to clear. Yeah. I know. That's not, not a, that's not a high sewer. To, uh, literally, it's coming out of the yeah. sewer. The Oppenheimer <laughs> meal is just scorched Japanese food. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your burnt sushi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He's become death, destroyer of hunger. Uh, I, dude, I saw a thing the other day. They described uh, food as Hiroshima style. And I really thought it was going to be a bit where they set it on fire. Yeah. But it was just how they ate food there. And I felt like such a piece of shit. I was like, what kind of bit is this? Well, well, that's like having like, I mean, because that's just what we know Hiroshima for. Is it right. no for anything else? Yeah, Not that really. would be like being like, oh, the f- we we prepare the filet of bass uh, Chernobyl style. Yeah, exa- yes, exactly. Yeah. We leave it in an open microwave until the cook fucking yeah. turns green. <laughs> yeah, but like any. Here's any, the 9-11 yeah. sandwich. <laughs> Yeah, any histor- uh, history with like uh, Hiroshima or Nagasaki, it like got eradicated. Now there's like the few civilian cities that have had a nuclear bomb dropped on them. But is that the are those the only two? Pr- yeah. I mean, pretty much, yeah. Like, in, I don't in, think they dropped another bomb, right? I mean, yeah. they tested bombs, but not on yeah, yeah on cities. Like, it, it was like that civilians too. It wasn't like yeah, that's that was a tough. Like, that's that's a tough the wild look. thing about it, you know? Yeah, he could have just maybe fired a warning shot, right? I feel like. <laughs> he could've- he just dropped in the ocean near the emperor's apartment yeah, or something. It's like, we're getting close. Okay, Watch out. never mind. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, we were just a joking other. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, such. Hey, look, Hitler was a funny. Come on, you have to admit he's pretty funny. <laughs> I think that was more a preventative measure for the next few decades. Mm. Like, hey, nobody get any ideas. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. We're yeah. crazy. Oh, great point. Right. Yeah, right. We're willing to do this. It's like a homeless guy who just like punches people in the street. Like, no one get close. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, we're getting off the subway train now. That's true. That had to be a big part of it, right? Just yeah, like, it had to be a dick swinging measure. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. apparently, like, the whole thing was we were going up, we were trying to get like the Nazis. It was like, well, if we don't develop the bomb, the Nazis are going to develop the yeah. bomb. That's what we started. But then Hitler killed himself, and they're like, well, we're still going to fucking make this bomb. Right? Well, we have to, because somebody's going to, well, if we got this far, someone could just figure out the rest. What a turnaround for Japan, though, because now they fucking love. We love each other now. It's no. a fucking love affair. Yeah, dude. It's like all it, it changed. Every, and they, they started like selling women's panties in, in vending machines instead of fucking using. That's got to be weird, though. That's like when your friend is in a bad relationship. Yeah. And they break up and you're like, dude, I'm so glad you're not with her anymore. Like, she really sucked. And then they get back together and you still have to be like. No, man, she's the best. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I was just trying to make you feel better. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. Mean... I have a feeling we're not going to have that with like Iraq. Yeah. <laughs> or Afghanistan. Yeah, or, well, we don't, who knows, a few generations. But, but Tokyo had a quick turnaround. Like, people were, people were into Tokyo like 20 years later. I feel like it was like everyone Japan. felt bad because it was like, fuck, we dropped a fucking bomb <laughs> yeah. on them. Dude. Our bad. It's like when you're like fighting with a younger sibling <laughs> yeah. and you like fuck them up way worse. And you're like, oops. <laughs> we were like, our bad. Hey, our men over here really want to fuck your girls. Yeah. <laughs> You, you, you guys aren't going to be all fucked up sexually forever now, right? <laughs> <laughs> Germans are doing great. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, you're right. The Germans, the Italians still are normal, but yeah. I guess they just beat their wives. But who doesn't? Yeah. Who doesn't? All oh, right. <laughs> On that note, everybody, uh, we're going to do another hour for Patreon. Can you guys stick around? Yeah, I can yeah. stick around. All right, cool. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for uh, listening to this episode. Zach, fucking incredible, man. Uh, do you have anything to plug? Uh, when's this coming out? Uh, probably next Thursday. Okay, cool. I am going to be at the Portland Maine Comedy Festival on August the 26th. Cool. The Creek of the Cave, uh, August the 1st and the 2nd. Sunset Strip Comedy Club in Texas on the 3rd. And then Side Splitters in Tampa, the 8th through the 10th, doing all the late shows. Fuck yeah, dude. That's awesome. What a great schedule. And the good old Creek in the Cave, huh? Hell yeah, man. I did a roast battle there at South By, and it was a, it was a bunch of fun just like yeah, I love it hanging there. out there and drinking again. Yeah, it's really nice. It was like old. They, it, I love how It feels the same. It really does. Uh, Rebecca's great at just fostering that comic hang. Yeah, it's yeah, cool yeah. that even now it's like a real club. <laughs> like yeah. it's like it still has that nice. hang mentality. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, Joseph. Uh, yeah. Uh, as always, you can follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram and Threads at Joe W. Threads. Gorman. You better believe it, baby. I, I'm still I'm still pushing Threads. And uh oh, you got you got turned off. You're good, dude. And then uh, my uh, my other podcast, Locker Room Talk. I do with Bobby Sheehan and Matt Marin. You can support us on patreon.com slash just some locker room talk. All right. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. <laughs>